<laughs> hey, Dave, nice to see you. What's going on? How are What's you? What's happening, man? You know, uh, I guess it's kind of legendary in the comedy community that you, of course, built your following on the Internet. You successfully figured out how to harness the power of the Internet. I did. When you're an unknown comic, when you're a guy just coming up, how do you get your word out that you have this website and people should follow you? I don't even understand how you pulled it off. I was, uh, you know, like most people, um, masturbating violently uh, 23 hours a day. Right. Um, <laughs> violently. <laughs> yeah, violently masturbating. Like you were angry at your penis. <laughs> angry at my career. Right. Um, okay, I'm ready to start. Nadia, are you ready to start? I was born ready, bud. <laughs> okay. Um, well, uh, I'll uh, I'll kick us off. I'll introduce the rest of you, and then we'll just talk about Dane Cook for for as long as we have to. Great. Uh, okay. That sounds terrifying. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to Probably Should Have Known Better, celebrating comedy that has aged very poorly. I'm. Tony Ginocchio, I'm joined wait, as always. Wait, we might have by... to redo this. Oh. Do you is there a way oh, no. for you to uh you spoke a little bit louder so the echo got bigger. Oh no. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know if you just wanna okay. speak more quiet. I'm gonna turn the I have hang on. Okay. I've turned my gain down a little bit. Okay. And that might help. I'm gonna try that. Oh my god, we're off to a terrible start. <laughs> oh god. Um okay. Hey everyone, it's Probably Should Have Known Better, celebrating comedy that has aged very poorly. My name is Tony Ginocchio, I am joined as always by my wonderful co-host and personal hero, <gasps> uh, it's Nadia Vasquez. Oh my god, that's so inspiring. I inspire myself. I told you I was going <laughs> to top myself every time. Uh, and we have topped ourselves today because we also have uh, a guest with us. I'm super excited uh, to have her on. Uh, in particular, I'm super excited to talk about this particular selection uh, with with us more. Uh, so the very funny Michelle Johnson is here. Michelle, welcome. Why, thank you, Tony. Yeah. I'm very here to be visiting 2006 and discussing Dane <laughs> Cook with us. Well, it's, well, the whole era of Dane Cook spans... Folks, we're talking about Harmful If Swallowed. Uh, it's Dane Cook's first album. It's the one that made him a star. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. It, uh, it, it is not a an actual stand-up special because it is a compilation of a few different stand-up sets uh, that he made uh, kind of when he was hitting it big. And um, just so excited for it because... Uh, and I... I know I've already hinted at this with both of you, but I had and apparently still have uh, 90% of this album committed to memory. <laughs> oh no, what happened? <laughs> How did this happen, Tony? I, the, the, first, the first time I heard Dane Cook, and just like, now imagine like heart music playing and, and like we're flashing back. You can add that in post. <laughs> I was a freshman in college, uh, and I was home for Thanksgiving. And you know how, like, the day 
after Thanksgiving, you just like hang out with your friends from high school and hate yourself. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah I, we would watch. We would watch. She's the man, which we've already covered. Which we've already. Covered. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of my friends uh, had Harmful of Swallowed on on his laptop and was just playing it really loud, and everybody was losing their shit. Uh, at how funny it was. You know, I remember Monopoly and Operation. I remember the BK Lounge. And then, you know, I got back to school after Thanksgiving, and I realized, you know, and this is fall 2005, I'm in school, uh, there's a Facebook group. Oh, my God. Called uh, and, and the Pickles, a Dane Cook Appreciation Club. And this was way back when, like, you had Facebook groups that were just fandoms that weren't affiliated with um, with the artist at all, and that you could give people officer titles. Uh, so, like, there were people in the Dane Cook Appreciation Facebook group at Notre Dame whose titles were, like, angel-wearing jeans or very cold rain or just all these stupid references to this basically 2003 mixtape um that uh ended up selling 1.4 million copies oh my God. <laughs> uh and because i really loved stand-up and because i uh just kind of listened to anything that that i could get my hands on and this seemed uh really energetic and fun i was like this is awesome so i purchased and still own the album uh, and remember a lot more of it than I should, and do not feel good about it at all. Uh, but Michelle, as as I kind of mentioned before we started, part of the part of the reason you're on here is because I I remember quoting this album to you like <laughs> during my, which is probably a memory you have repressed. Uh, yeah, a little I bit, I think. Um, but, but what, I, I'm interested to hear your experience with the world of Dane Cook. So I was actually thinking about this kind of all week after you asked me to participate in this podcast. Um, but I can't really remember the first time I heard Dane Cook, which makes me think that it was probably my freshman year in college when I met Tony Ginocchio. (laughs) Or did Dane Cook just kind of manifest himself out of nowhere and into our consciousness. Well, I mean, I think that's... And we were all like, he's always been around. I think that's the broader story. I think Nadia's got the broader story. <laughs> but um, but I, I think it was definitely in college when I first encountered Dane Cook. I will say, listening through this, listening through Harmful of Swallowed, I must have seen some of the stitched together pieces without ever actually having listened to the album as a whole. Um, Because I have very vivid visual memories of watching Dane Cook perform some of these bits and cannot, like, the idea that they would exist in audio-only format is baffling to me on almost every level. (laughs) I just don't understand it. Like, (laughs) I found him very difficult to just listen to without, without looking for some visual format of his delivery. And... and that's what's so that's why I asked you guys to listen to it too because Dane Cook is such a visual performer um and, and has such a distinct physical style that I was like well what would happen if we stripped all of that away and we only could evaluate him based on like his actual writing well would I didn't get the memo up? on that at all 
because I just went on Google and typed in uh, download Dane Cook Harmful of Swallows special. Oh. And this this thing came up on Daily Motion, and it ended up being his Comedy Central special, but I thought it was Harmful of Swallows because the label on the video said it, and I'm like, I trust it. I was like, fine. <laughs> and then I went to the Harmful of Swallowed Wikipedia, and I realized I hadn't listened to anything. So... <laughs> So, like, I definitely have analyzed too much of Dane Cook this week, but... Well, you, you got bonus Dane, <laughs> yeah. is what happened. Yeah, no, but he reuses a lot of material. Yeah. Was that the blank tank top special? Mm-hmm. Black tank top. Yeah. It was awesome. You know he was calls it, it a wife was beater. Was it off You know that Dane Cook specifically calls it a wife beater. <laughs> I, I remember very specifically working uh, in a potbelly sandwich works, and there was a guy in a wife beater in line, and we're like calling out people <laughs> as they're in line to get their order. And one of my coworkers is like, one of my, she didn't say wife. No, she, no, she did. She's like, guy in the wife beater, what are you having? Oh my God. <laughs> oh man. I like took her aside afterwards, and I'm like, you know, the politically correct term is Dago tea. Oh, no. No. Boo. This podcast is over. This episode was a really short special one. Sorry, everyone. Bye. Uh, subscribe. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Probably Should Have. I'm just, guys, I'm going to be honest. I feel like uh, my level of excitement here is perhaps not matched by either of you. Uh, I don't know if we just had different levels of fandom for Dane Cook. I mean, I'm start- it's starting to dawn on me that might- that might be possible. Uh, you know, I, I I think he's got a nice way of talking. So I loved him growing up, for sure. I, I just liked all the little phrases he said. So instead of taking my normal notes, I just decided to make a list of all the fun things he said that I liked. Like, just f- things like, uh, let's see. I grabbed him by the big throat. He was talking about the whale. And I'm just like, this guy gets it. This guy, he's like writing a novel on stage. And I'm really into it. That was one of the only reasons why I was into him. Because he was just like... He's so poetic. He was so, like, he would definitely get 100% on the vocab quiz in English class. But he would totally derail the situation, the conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's like, not super funny, but he really commits. Tremendous level of commitment. Uh, I I do want to reemphasize for the success of this album that sold 1.4 million copies, unheard of for a comedy album in the early 2000s. The album that followed it, which was titled Retaliation, uh, sold 2 million copies, so double platinum. That was number four on the Billboard chart. Not number four on the Billboard comedy chart. On the whole Billboard chart. On just all of Billboard, highest that a comic has gotten in three decades. Um, both of those albums, uh, Harmful of Swallowed and Retaliation, are among the top t- top ten highest-selling stand-up albums of all time since Nielsen SoundScan started measuring album sales in 1991. He is the second comic in history after Andrew Dice Clay what? <laughs> to, sell, hey. to sell out Madison Square Garden. Uh, so just some real great folks have sold out Madison Square Garden. It's Dice, it's Dane Cook, Aziz Ansari <laughs> has done it since. Um, and, uh, if you guys haven't checked out Aziz yet, check him out. I'm sure his stuff is all aged really well. Um, Did you hear about his new special? 
Uh, I heard it's a. I I saw a headline that was like, Aziz's new special is backlash against the Me Too movement. No, no, and no. I was like, he says <laughs> that we're taking getting woke really too far. <laughs> okay, well, I consider that a personal attack on this podcast. Yeah, bro. <laughs> This is a this is an anti Aziz podcast. We're we're definitely anti Mel Gibson. We're definitely pro Schwimmer, but we're very much anti Aziz. Do we want to say definitely for pro Schwimmer? Tony, <laughs> not in front of the guests. Uh, just well, Michelle, can you like can you break the tie? Here? I mean, I feel, I I really don't feel like I can break the tie. Because I appreciate this. It's, because yeah, it's, it's a, your podcast. There's a podcast, silent war being waged right now between Tony and myself. And the tension has only occurred because he doesn't understand that David Schwimmer is one of the greatest actors of our lifetime. Of our, really? Of our lifetime? Comedically? Okay. Bro. I, I could like, throw I, down. I, I know you're far away, but I'll just come kick your ass. I know you're going to be a I dad. <laughs> I, it's, not that he's, it's not that he's a bad actor. I think he's a good actor. I think that all other five cast members of Friends are better. We're getting off topic. <laughs> Nadia, tell me, about, tell me about 2003. Oh, God. We were in the midst of the invasion of Iraq, which was initially called Operation Iraqi Liberation. But they changed it to Operation Iraqi Freedom due to the acronym spelling out OIL. Uh, top songs of the year were Hey Ya by Outkast. Wait, this was 2003, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I was like, what? <laughs> uh, Lord of the Rings Return of the King was out. Finding Nemo was out. There was, it was like a sequel year because it was also Pirates of the Caribbean. Or Caribbean, however you want to say it. The Curse of the Black Pearl. Uh, mm. It was a... <sighs> it was a rough time. This was around the time when Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey had their own reality show where... <laughs> Jessica oh my Simpson god, I asked, forgot that happened. Yeah, where she asked if tuna was chicken because it was chicken of the sea. And that was that was oh I think god. one of the biggest headlines of the year that year. <laughs> so you can understand why we really was... liked Dane Cook's Harmful as Swallowed as a Society. We the bar was already pretty low. Number one story of the year, invasion of Iraq. <laughs> Number two, chicken of the sea. Number three, we capture Saddam. <laughs> Oh, wait, wait, number three, we got to bump down Saddam. Number three is Paris Hilton's sex tape came out that year. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Oh, good for her. Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, it was an okay year. I mean, personally, again, an okay year. <laughs> but uh, for stand-up, I don't, I, don't I, I think Dane Cook was a new voice that we really needed to hear. That's all I'm going to say. Saying things like he grabbed him by the big throat. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Whose throat is big? The whales. It's just so so specific. What about, uh, what is... about my dick feels like corn? Is that? Oh, that like... was one of the only times I laughed out loud. <laughs> I there. I did have a legitimate concern going into this episode that it would just turn into all three of us. By which I mean mainly me quoting, uh, just quoting lines <laughs> of the album to each other. I never watched anything that he was in that many times <laughs> even then i feel bad i feel like i'm i'm letting you down for not being able to quote things with you 
No, it's okay. It's entirely possible that I'm confusing Michelle with someone else, too, in terms of who... I yeah, mean, Michelle doesn't seem very stoked on this at all. She's like, what the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> no, I mean, I I definitely believe, Tony, that you quoted this special to me, because I, like, that feels extremely Tony in 2006. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. I was it feels kind of very a real. person. <laughs> he in was really college, into garden espe- state. especially in the early years. Yeah, he was like in the throes of getting really excited about Garden State. He was listening to the soundtrack a lot. Tony was, you know, different a different person then. <laughs> I want to talk about the album. Before we talk about the album, I want to talk about the artwork on the album. Now, when you were streaming the album, did you get a chance to see the artwork? Yes, I did. It's that okay. it's the mics. It's, it's like skull and cross mics, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's a skull and crossbones, but instead of a skull, it's a big old Dane Cook face. Yeah. And then instead of crossbones, it's microphones. Now that is by a little known artist named Dane Cook. He made uh, the art? He did. Yes. Oh, that's tight. You know what? He's a renaissance man. I don't know why we're hating on this fucking guy. He worked so hard. He worked out. He wore tank tops. He looked like he was really into some 41. Like, there was, like, a really specific image that he built for himself. Plus, doing the artwork. He get, also doesn't drink or do drugs. <gasps> no, he's, yeah, what? he's clean really? and sober. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is he, and... is he straight edge or is he a sober? I I don't think he was like, I don't think he was like an addict and got sober. I think he just oh. never got into it. Yeah. Good for this dude. That being said, I'm going to get you off his side right now by pointing out that he's currently dating a 19-year-old. Oh, my God. I was really trying to decide if I was going to bring this up because it made me so uncomfortable. Oh, def- <laughs> <laughs> and just as a reminder for everyone, Dane Cook is currently 46. So that is a... 27 year age gap now they seem happy so i guess i'm not going to judge (laughs) they started dating a year ago also i'm googling this what has he done since this because i remember he was in a lot of movies with jessica he was in like good luck chuck he was in employee of the month uh he was in waiting waiting was actually good but he wasn't the star of it either he was, I mean, this is jumping far, but he was in American Gods, which no spoilers for American Gods, but he plays Robbie, which oh. was, is He's like an ex- American Gods? Yeah. And, and they, they like leaned into his entire type <laughs> when they cast him. I will say that, that. That's so nuts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so his girlfriend, uh, she's like an Instagram model who's trying to be a singer. That sounds like I'm making a joke. It's not. That's literally what she does. Um, based on his social media, you know, he's not touring anymore. He seems just to be into going to the gym and having a dog and, again, being romantically involved with a woman 27 years his junior, less than half his age. Yeah. Wow. Um, but hey, good for him for designing that artwork. He's also on Twitter a lot, posting oh, he is? weird. I I mean, his like whole Twitter persona seems, again, it's very consistent with like Dane Cook in a lot of ways, but it's also like, I don't want this on my Twitter feed of like occasionally weirdly um, uplifting things, but then also a lot of like, I will tear you down if you 
if you say say anything bad about me. So like probably don't add him about this episode. Okay, but you guys, on his Twitter bio, it says, when I tweet, I tweet to kill. Like, what did you expect? (laughs) (laughs) He said so in his bio, I tweet to kill. Is the name of the album safe if swallowed? (sighs) It's definitely not. No, it's not. It's harmful. It's harmful. It's harmful. I I feel (laughs) scared. (laughs) And, And like I said, I wanted to listen to this because I wanted to... Dane Cook has such a commanding physical presence, and if you watch like his Comedy Central Presents or Vicious Circle or Isolated Incident or Rough Around the Edges, doesn't matter how many of these I can name, <laughs> you you see that half of the half of the comedy just comes from watching him perform, and he he does I think a tremendous job with that, just in terms of moving around, in terms of just the the comedic work he does, jumping up and down, spinning around, doing all sorts of, you know, Vicious Circle is in Madison Square Garden, and it's performed in the round, uh, and he plays to every friggin' part of the audience, and when you take that away, uh, you get this, (laughs) and... Uh, And so that is kind of what I want to ask you guys is when you take away Dane Cook, the physical performer, and you just have to listen to him, how did that make you feel? Very unmoored. Like I expected to see him being Dane Cook and instead I was just like chopping carrots or whatever in my kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was eating lunch in my car. I was just like, I didn't really laugh. I was like, "Ah." except for my dick feels like corn. That really, that made me laugh. I laughed. came out of nowhere. I laughed twice and they were both like laughed out loud twice. And they were both at sounds he made, which I feel like is an extension (laughs) of physical performance. Like the weird pterodactyl noise for the parking structure wheels. I laughed out loud at that. Because I did not for like two whole minutes. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, "Uh, where's the comedy, bro?" Yeah, but, but I, I get it. <laughs> I was just like, "I don't." I did not expect that to happen, and he just kept making this noise. Like, it was very surprising. So, yeah, that was like seven seconds into the album. I know, and it was just this insane screeching noise which made me pull my headphones out (laughs) while I was sitting next to my wife who was grading papers and then I put my headphones back in and he just did it a second time (laughs) I was very happy I was not listening with earbuds at that moment yeah (laughs) yeah well there like this is one of the ones for this first of all this album was one of the ones this was one of the very first entries on the list that I put together of like stuff I want to do for the podcast. Um, and cause I'm like, we got to do Dane cook because he was so freaking successful and, and we don't talk about him anymore. Um, and I have and a response to that w- from Dane cook. Yeah. Okay. Uh, on October 8th, he subtweeted you this. I don't pull punches. I don't hide the truth. I never lose my focus. I never quit. You're on my side or the outside. My comedy is my heart and soul. My gift that I choose to share. I don't care if you like me, but you gotta respect me. I'd give you the same if you earned it. That was beautiful, Nadia. God. Thanks. Dane Cook responded (laughs) 
before you even said this, because he gets haters all the time. He's doing his best. (laughs) I didn't mean to become, like, pro-Dane all of a sudden, but this Twitter is incredible. (laughs) He's helping me. He's giving me the material. I'm sorry. The other thing that he tends to do a lot in these bits, including <laughs> including the parking garage bit, is he just will, um, instead of like having a setup and a punchline, he's just going to repeat stuff. Oh yeah, he loves doing that. And sounds. Yeah. <laughs> but ju- like the the classic that I use is like the um, the car accident, right? Where uh, he the I was cleaning a dish and I heard it, so I came out. Like, how many times does he say that? Like, 18, 19? Yeah, he he just commits to the bit so hard that I don't think he knows what he's saying. It, he actually said, uh, on this one, what is it like, we're gonna repeat the beginning or whatever? Was it this one or he was it the other one He repeats the parking garage joke. That's the, he just, he just does it again. That's the beginning of of the entire thing. He just he does the parking garage joke and then he does it again so that we can all enjoy it. All parts of it, like with the setup. Yes. He starts from the beginning. Which is actually an extremely meta like and cool alt comic thing to do. Like I've seen somebody at UCB do that, I'm sure. <laughs> But yeah, for sure. I mean, Dane Cook has tweeted the truth is in life, sometimes the real fights outside of the octagon. So like, I don't know, I feel like it's just always been inside of him to just be outside of the box. The octagon. Okay, so but I was gonna say but inside the octagon. <laughs> <laughs> Nadia, I can see you're not in the show notes Google Doc and you clearly just have Dane Cook's Twitter as the only Actually, that's unfortunately un- that's unfortunately true. <laughs> I opened it, but the tab didn't. It, I didn't press Control T, and I was <laughs> sorry. I'm here. <laughs> oh God. Uh, other thing. Other thing. He uh, repeats. Actually, no. I'm still on the. I'm still on the car accident. I'm sorry, guys. The other thing, I was in the kitchen. I was cleaning a dish. I came out, and then, then when you know everybody's waiting outside, and we always want to talk to the cops right. when they're filling out the accident report. I'm like, I don't think that's correct. No, anymore. No, uh, no, 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 no. That's not. That's not aging well, my dude. <laughs> also, uh, coming later in this album, folks, there's going to be a joke about a police killing of an unarmed man, uh, yeah. which was insane to hear. Yeah, was this also uh, the one where she, he says the Asian people can't drive? Or was that yes. the one I watched? Yes. yes. I'm going to be asking this um, all night. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, so, there, so 70% of this album is not problematic at all. No. It's just talking, it's like talking about board games. Uh, and then there's another 30% which way makes up for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel uh, like he just like peppers it in because... He knows his audience. You know what I mean? Did yeah. you hear a lot of the people and the way they were reacting? There, there was one woman who was screaming so much louder than everyone else every time he would talk about his penis. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, okay, lady, we get it. You're thirsty. Go like, hang out after the show. Like, Stop interrupting my experience. There was definitely a, a shriek laugher throughout the entire thing, for sure. And like... 
loved also loved the Asians can't drive bit in particular, oh, which I made a it. note of. <laughs> like, they loved it. It wasn't just that. So it was so the 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 setup for the joke is like when you see someone cut you off in traffic, you just go, um, hello, which I've never said. Um <laughs> And he, he says, unless you're black, then you say, check out this motherfucker, which I have said. <laughs> oh, we all know what that means, Tony. And then, you're black now. <laughs> and then, uh, well, I've said it like in my normal voice. Oh, then, okay, okay. Yeah, because what you just said, you didn't even do the accent, which I appreciate. Dane definitely yeah. did, though. Dane, Dane does Dane it. Does uh, it. And then he says, and if you're Chinese, you just do this. And he makes like a crashing sound. So bad. Um, it's it's after the okay. racism though the part where he where the people come out and they're mad at you even though you hit them like i just got in a car accident this weekend and the girl was like really mad at me and i was like and she rear-ended she you re- right? she, i was like were you on your phone and she's like uh no, no i wasn't and i was like oh okay well then what happened like i want to know what possessed her to run into me that fast and she was like well, my mom was calling and I couldn't press the answer button. I was like, so you so were on, on your phone. phone. <laughs> but she was pissed at me because she hit me. I was just like, She's this like, is this is the worst. She also wouldn't give me her driver's license, which was extra annoying. So I had to call the cops who had to persuade her over the phone to, like, give me the driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I felt when he was going through this joke, I was like, dude, Dane, I feel you, bro. You, like... You super get me. And you know what he said in response? He said, be unusual, be independent, be impulsive. You get nowhere blending in. And I was like, dude. And then we high-fived. And that was the moment that Nadia was on Dane's side for the rest of this podcast. (laughs) All right. I've achieved half of my objectives for this episode. You want to turn us into Dane Cook bros? Because I will admit, I listened to a little bit more than that special. (laughs) I'm going over the dark side. <laughs> Frat boys. They're basically in power now. They're going to be in power soon. I might as well join. <laughs> I, I really liked, uh, we had a GIF thread on Twitter of Dane Cook GIFs this morning. And Michelle, you, you had a very trenchant insight in that. And the GIF you had shared specifically was from Vicious Circle. But you're like, this is the most 2006 that a person can possibly look. He has gelled hair. He has like a weird <laughs> facial hair situation going on that's mostly like he just hasn't shaved, but also it's a little on purpose. And then also he's we- he's wearing like a normal t-shirt or whatever. It might it might probably a graphic tee. And he's wearing these No, there there's a print on okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't see in the gift that I shared. And then also he's wearing these low-rise boot-cut jeans. <laughs> That have embroidery on the pockets. Like, what are you, how, how did you, you walk straight out of my high school graduation and onto Madison Square Garden stage? Like, that's what happened. He's, he's got tickets to some 41 yeah. in his wallet. And two X's on the back of his hands. <laughs> uh, and then he's just saying stuff like a tire hitter in the face, like eight times. Yeah. And the people laugh more every time. That's what's so nuts. It's all bad, you guys. But I did like I did like the the bystanders and the phrase I was cleaning a dish. <laughs> I was cleaning a dish? So I came out. And I was cleaning a dish. <laughs> like you just that's another one that he You were repeats. in your basement. But I like 
Yeah, no. I was in my I was kitchen. I was in my kitchen. <laughs> Dish. Where were you? You were in your living room? He was in his basement. Like, it just, and I know we're just repeating it ourselves. I know we're falling into that trap. Well, However. This is why I think everybody quoted Dane Cook so much is because he was constantly quoting himself. And so it was this weird brainworm <laughs> that inserted itself into your brain. That then yeah. you like left and all you wanted to do was keep saying those things in the weird little like way that he says them. Like he, cause it's, I was cleaning a dish. It's not, I was cleaning a dish. Like you're from the Midwest or something. He's cleaning a dish. Like yeah, there's like a weird sure. Y in the word somehow. I don't understand. For sure. He's like the Pharrell of comedy. He just makes hook after hook after hook. You yes. know what I mean? I certainly had more fun quoting this album than I did like, um, listening to this or watching a special or something like that um and i feel like that is probably true of a lot of other folks in generation dane uh, generation which is what we, dane do we have which to? is what nadia and i call ourselves yeah 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 so. yeah totally i'm the president of um or other like the car accident was one where he kept repeating stuff the uh feeling like you're drowning uh was another one um, we're just like the entire premise of the bit is so drowning that'd probably feel really bad, right? And then the end yeah. is so would being on fire. <laughs> that's that's the bit. The, the, also, he painted this really absurd picture of like somebody like in deep into the pool and someone just covers the pool with oil and sets that on fire. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and everybody is cracking up and they're just like this is so funny i've thought of this it's like nobody has thought of this this is so stupid but you know he killed he killed he's doing his best go dane yeah you know he he says himself i've risked it all to get to where i am i gambled on my heart and i fucking won what do i do now i strive for a deeper sense of self share more of what i've discovered and continue to think of myself as a student of life I'm more focused than ever in year 28 of this career. There's no way in hell that was less than 280 characters. He tweeted it October 1st, bro. This is all in the last week. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. Um, I did have a fun moment of recognition in the BK Lounge bit. Oh, hell yeah. When he's talking about um, he's Rigger King. Because his brother, Daryl, was the manager there. Which is fun, because he says in the special, my brother Daryl was a dick, and he put me on drive-in every day. But here's the thing. His brother Daryl is the one who got caught embezzling money from Dane Cook. So- oh, no. Burger King became a prison king. His, bro- his brother Daryl really is a dick. Like- wow. Oh, my God. That's terrible. <laughs> This is the, the video at the top of his Twitter. Nadia is a reference to this moment in Dane Cook's life. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay, if you both have his Twitter open, I, I'm opening his Twitter. I do anyway. not have his Twitter open. I just had it open earlier today. You can't take my bit, you guys. Come on. <laughs> you guys have, like, a whole, like, multitude of past experiences, and I just have Dane Cook's Twitter. Let me have my bit. <laughs> his, he- his header photo is just the words, troublemaker. <laughs> It's his new special, isn't it? You know what? Uh, he says. He sense. said someone asked me today how I do it, meaning after all the ups and downs in life, how do I stay positive and move on? 
it's easy. I don't feel alone in the struggle for acceptance and I make sure to enjoy each day with good people. And I feel that way too, guys. <laughs> well, that's, that's good. I uh, <laughs> once was working with someone on a group project in my sociology 101 class and I went to their dorm room and they had a post-it on their desk that said, not without coops. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the use of coops. I feel like that's where the Tom Haverford... Uh, monologue from Parks where he calls appetizers appies, etc. came from. I feel like oh, apps and desserts, yeah, a hundred percent stole Dane Cook's bit. So Aziz Ansari just keeps working his way back into the <laughs> yeah, conversation. Fuck that guy. <laughs> okay, so instead of opening up Dane Cook's Twitter, I opened up Kelsey Taylor's Twitter, who's his nineteen-year-old girlfriend. I can't believe she's nineteen. Uh, <laughs> she's nineteen. <laughs> Uh, this one's tough because it's mostly just Instagram photos of herself. There's not as many quotables, but there is one that says, play your music so loud your rearview mirror shakes. Ooh, I've done that. <laughs> I mean, it's just good advice for life, really. Yeah, it's about living life to the fullest. And not you having know, hearing. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, New Year's Eve, watching my favorite guy perform. A night full of laughs and complete happiness. Watch it. And then it gets cut off and the Instagram link is broken, but I assume it was a photo of Dane Cook. Aww. BK Lounge also had the only moment that I actually laughed out loud uh, on the album, which was um, when he... It wasn't when he said some people talk into the mic too loud and he just yelled, <laughs> you know, like, Whopper no onion right. into the mic. <laughs> Um, that was not fun, but what really cracked me up was when he was talking to someone on a drive-thru, and they said, well, where do I go? <laughs> and he said, you follow the one road you're on to me, and I, I did actually have to pause it, because I was laughing pretty hard at that point. That was a good one. I really liked it. The The part where I laughed that hard was when the, he looked at the pregnant woman and asked if they still fucked. <laughs> And her husband. Oh yeah, that was right after that. Yes. Yeah, I had yeah. to. I had to pause it at that point, but I think it was more because I knew that that was probably improvised, and these poor people now are like a part of the special forever. <laughs> that baby's like that was me. I was the baby that grabbed my dad's dick. That baby's fifteen, so <laughs> <laughs> or older because this is stitched together. But at least fifteen. Oh my god. Like I just God, I remember. Like, I don't just remember him saying, like, oh, people were really loud in the mic. I remember the exact phrasing, let's turn the main down a tad, okay, Skid Row. Like, I wish I had a worse memory. <laughs> what was the other... Oh, and he also talks about when he was in the womb, he used to jerk off. Uh, yeah. This wasn't... Which... Like, nothing is funny. The, this, the content itself is not well, great. And... Yeah. And, well, that that gets me to, these are not structured like jokes. I think that is the problem mm. that, that I have. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Dane Cook does say when someone says they are an expert at something, he always wonders on the other side of things, what are they really sucking at? You know what I mean? Are you I'm, reading? Okay, I'm really, that's his Twitter, right? I'm yeah. really happy that we're getting the voice of Dane Cook inserted directly into this podcast. Yeah, he also okay, said 9-11 is a day of remembrance, a day to remember the heroic firefighters and all who aided the injur injured, hashtag America strong. And I, like, totally agree. 
at least he thinks 9-11 was an actual terrorist attack. Not an like, inside job. I, I've, set, I've set my bar pretty low for me. <laughs> uh, like, like Macklemore thinks it was an inside job. But I'm just so disappointed in every celebrity all the time. I just need to stop. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I, just real quick from Kelsey Taylor. Uh, give respect, get respect. And even if you don't get it, give it anyway. That was pretty good. Yeah. I'm still mad that you're taking my bit. It's still my bit, bro. <laughs> okay, wait. So uh, okay. I... I'm closing Kelsey Taylor's Twitter. Sorry. What were you about I to really, say, I really love this next huge laugh line, which I don't even remember what the context was, but the, the crowd was like kind of on board at this point. But when he said the following phrase, it was like pandemonium. It was, I punched my grandma in the chest. <laughs> Oh, it's the Monopoly bit. Yes! Everybody was, like, losing their fucking mind when they're like, I've always wanted to punch my grandma in the chest or something. I'm just so worried. This is, like, the, this is like the closest he gets, I think, to an actual joke. Um, <laughs> I, like, I do mean this because he has a premise, which is that Monopoly takes a long time to play and nobody likes it. And then he acts it out. Like, that's what you do in stand-up. Thanks for mansplaining stand-up, dude. No, I'm just saying. For those of you listening, this is a... Okay. (laughs) I'm quitting the podcast. You know what? It's okay. Dane has some really good words that can help you get through this. He tweeted, I used to lash out when I was wronged, but now I do something so much more gratifying. I just accept it and try to speak sense to whoever is willing to listen. Life is too fucking short. Trust me, I know if my parents dying at 62 and 73, dot, 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 you've got to just embrace it all. <laughs> so, punches is <laughs> <in the> <laughs> um, there is, uh, there, there is another really good um, act out around here where he does the speak and spell. I really liked that. Um, I thought that was pretty the funny. The speak and spell was funny. great speak and spell voice. Very good speak and spell voice. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, the his his Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs voice was, I, I suppose, accurate. Maybe not what I want to hear in a comedy show, no. but accurate. <laughs> I watched that movie recently because it's October, and so it was like a spooky it's movie spooky. on yeah. the list. So we watched it, and I really did not need that to surface quite so soon again <laughs> at all. It, it's a really, they do a very good job making that movie scary. Yes, yes. Uh, Which I know is a weird way to construct that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> but also the crowd just shrieked for Buffalo Bill. That was another point where, like, they just, it was, they were, they went absolutely insane for that joke. And I was kind of like, really? Well, and again, 2003, this is the heyday of Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so he does a bit on Operation and how the guy in Operation looks like Buffalo Bill because he doesn't have a dick. Uh, he does the bit on Monopoly, fuck this game, Nana is a cheating whore. Cheating whore Nana, by the way, is one of the officer titles in the Facebook group oh, from 2005. Hell yeah. <laughs> that checks out. That checks out. <laughs> you know what, guys? You have to love your goals or they won't love you back. And then, uh, and then, like, kind of after, I, I consider BK Lounge and Monopoly probably the peak of the album. And then I feel like everything from there 
we start rushing downhill pretty fast. Yeah. Um, hey, being tickled sucks, right? Oh like, like that's it. Like, that's the entire... That track is 48 <laughs> seconds long. And it feels so much it longer. It really does. <laughs> uh, hey, when you use a public restroom, why is everything wet? It's dripping like a cave. I liked that part. It was very visual. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I do have a very specific memory of Dane Cook, like, um, what's that? Chris Pratt in Jurassic Park when he's like yeah. controlling the velociraptors or whatever. Like, he does that exact same pose, but what, you know, 15 years ahead of time. And it's like, everything is wet with his hands all over the place. I feel like I really remember that for some reason. And I have no idea why. Much like Tony, I now feel cursed. You know what Dane Cook would say to that? He'd say, be in- indelible. He is indelible. That's exactly what we're talking about. Um, anyways, he throws in a couple homopho- homophobic slurs in this bit. That was really fun. Yeah. Uh, and, then, uh, and then, like, just the most rudimentary premise for a stand-up bit. Hey, has anybody actually called one of those girls' numbers on a bathroom stall wall? <laughs> Do you know how many people's numbers got put on a bathroom stall because of this special? <laughs> no. We go from there to uh, Angel wearing jeans, which actually... So funny. Has, has, <laughs> has some legs, yeah. <laughs> that it's actually a pretty original idea, and this was only two years after 9-11, which arguably made it funnier. Then he God, follows I didn't that, even think about that, with, Tony. <laughs> uh, then he follows that up with something that was funny then and is definitely not funny now, which is just hanging out in a bar and walking up to women and saying, hey, are you going to walk to your car by yourself later? Yeah, I actually laughed at that. Is that bad? Uh, yes, it is because bad. I f- and now I feel better. Because I feel like... <laughs> Maybe he's making more of a commentary on how creepy guys are because he's a feminist, because he's, like, dating a feminist and he's anti-Kavanaugh, you know? Like, I think his original intention in 2003 or whenever this was was to, like, point out how guys are creepy. Yeah, lay the tracks for that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the best advice you can give to someone is to tell them how to follow their gut, create their own opportunities, and don't risk eating at Chipotle. Okay, so now you're just... <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we've really lost Nadia to the, to the dang cookie. No, Twitter. it's okay. It's okay. This is... This is um, honestly, I, it didn't even occur to me to check Dane Cook's Twitter. Really? That was the first thing I, I did. Tony, if you don't stand up for what you believe in, at least sit down for what you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I do I do want to point out that the line, hey, are you going to walk to your car by yourself later, got an applause break. And then the line immediately after it, I'll be over here watching you all night, got a second applause. I think he was just so trying ca- to say that people are creepy. I thought it was funny. <laughs> no. I, no, I, I think it, I, I, I get why it's funny. I just think it's weird hearing it now. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah. sure, sure. I feel like I mean, people you know, would... if you're going to fail something, at least be passionate about it. 
Okay. <laughs> uh, Michelle, what were you guys? I was just gonna say, I feel like nobody would make that joke today. Like, or not nobody. That's not true that's, at all. That's not true. There are several <laughs> people. Like Aziz is just touring on that joke. There's a large number of people who would make that joke, but I feel like at least some people wouldn't make that joke today, mostly because they would be afraid that it would be interpreted as being pro-creepy instead of as being anti-creepy. But I do kind of agree with Nadia. I feel like that generally I was kind of like, oh no, he's making fun of how creepy dudes are. Not saying that he's going to be a creepy dude. Right. I mean, you can't unfuck what is meant to be fucked. And then we get to, oh, we have, once somebody says, fuck you, you can't top that. Um, which, I don't know. It's, I mean. It's pretty true. <laughs> yeah, there's not, it, there's not a good comeback. It's definitely not Gaylord, uh, which is yeah. the one he, he posited as a bad example of a comeback. So, yeah, maybe there's something to that. Okay, so good on Dane. Uh, and then we get to the Tonight I Just Want to Dance, which is another, like, really famous bit. Yeah, I Just Want to Dance. That's the one that I knew and that I would quote with friends. I liked the, his use of pocketbook instead of purse. It's very East Coast of him. I l- oh, is that an East Coast thing? It is. I just thought he was being clever. <laughs> no, yeah, it's uh, my mom is from Long Island, and she said pocketbook for a really long time before the Midwest got to her. Long Island. Does Long she Island. Like this? Not anymore. The Midwest already got to her, but she used to. Oh. <laughs> You know what? Just remember two important things about life. One, no one's keeping score. And two, Postmates never reads your notes about your order. <laughs> I don't have Postmates, so I don't get the joke. <laughs> it's, it's... I, I'm I, kidding. I, I get the joke. I know what Postmates the, is. Those people at Postmates, they're just trying to do their job. Uh, <laughs> and, or, you know, they're pulling uh, an American Vandal want- and eating your fries. <laughs> Oh my god, that's the funniest. I always worry about that when I order fries. I'm like, I don't think I'm going to get fries this time. <laughs> I just want to dance. The, the, when he acts out the guys doing I just want to dance, that was legit very good. And then I know I, I know I said like five minutes ago, the album goes downhill fast and everything I've said since then, it's been like, yeah, it's pretty good. So I don't know, guys. I think I like Dane Cook still. <laughs> yeah, Dane Cook is great. He's uh, he he says really okay. like. I, I again, I'm gonna go through the list here. Cleaning a dish, I go into the sea sometimes. I grabbed him by the big throat. Still my favorite one. Still so good. <laughs> uh, do not float above me when I am dying in the abyss. I Very loved deep. that one. I what loved that one. What an image. Uh, this is a place of miniature business. Yes, the mini <laughs> That was great. Yeah. Uh, the, when his sisters would dress him up, he said they would send him to school in their fashions. Loved that. Uh, oh, this is w- another bathroom thing. It was, I don't like being in a perfect square when I shit because there's never a door on a stall in the men's room. And I, I just I thought about it. And I'm like, yeah, it really is a perfect square. Um... <laughs> I, I was here, but not as an F word. That made me laugh because I didn't expect it. And that made me ashamed. <laughs> uh, I also liked his very specific use of banana clips. Oh, yeah. yeah. When he's talking about head. Yes, I think that's great. Uh, and the last thing I wrote was 
you talking bowl of fruit punch, you glass bitch. I loved it. <laughs> oh, for Kool-Aid Man. What about, um, what about, see, now I'm just going to quote, what about, I don't like when the movie Dune is in my chocolatey drink. Oh, that's such a good one. That is the next one that I was going to say, because that is like my personal memory of Dane Cook is either everything is wet or I don't like it when the movie Dune is in my chocolatey drink. <laughs> It's so good. You know, sometimes life is like an end credit movie scene. You wait for it, and when you get one, it's a jolt of surprised excitement. You don't. The lights come on, you're surrounded by trash, and your date starts whisper complaining, I have to pee so bad, I'm going to die. Okay, now I'm worried about him. (laughs) I do want to call out one audience reaction, which was on the track titled Head. Uh, when he says, we love head, right, guys? We always love to watch. Every woman in the audience, like, screamed at that. Like, just loved it. Yeah, that joke really went over. It really <laughs> did. <laughs> I don't have anything else to say about that. I was just like, wow. <laughs> uh, and that segued really nicely into My Dick Feels Like Corn, yeah. which obviously is a masterpiece. <laughs> The movie Dune is in my chocolatey drink. Oh, the other one I really liked. Um, uh, when he's explaining the dream to his friend, uh, he has a nightmare about being chased by a crab. And uh, and then he calls his friend. His friend has like a dream interpretation book and looks through and is like, oh, yeah, uh, you're gay. And then Dan Cook's like, well, what about the lightning? And he's like, let me check. Oh, lightning emphasizes the gay. So I guess... My question, so so I feel like I went into this being like, oh man, we're all going to complain about Dane Cook. That's going to be great. And it seems like I had fun listening to the album. It wasn't bad. I had a great and time. It sounds like Nadia had fun listening to the album, and Michelle at least liked the Dune reference. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I did not hate it. I really do feel like it's going to mess up my Spotify recommendations for a while, but like... It was fine. I it was it was it was way less bad than I anticipated it being. Yeah. I guess I guess I'm kind of stunned by how well I received this and how well it kind of went over. <laughs> <laughs> you and, mean between it, us you know, or like in life? No, between us. Oh. Uh, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised as, uh, at how well it went over. Uh, broadly, because if we like it, hey, all of America likes it. The three of us are probably the best predictor. Yeah, almost yeah, certainly. Totally. Absolutely, because sometimes the shadow of my cock looks like Batman standing on top of two okay. giant balls. <laughs> okay, karma is only a bitch if you're the one receiving the visit. Otherwise, karma is satisfying. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you think about it, Dane's really never lied to us. No. It's, yeah, and it's not about falling down. It's about how many times you can fall down before you just stay down. <laughs> and now I am worried about him. <laughs> he really, like, goes inspirational, and then he goes really sad, and I'm just like, oh, man, this, this dude. Dane Cook's next album is called Swiss Army Romance, and it's just all Dashboard Confessional covers. <laughs> uh, so the thing about Dane Cook is... I said I liked him when I was in college, and that is true. But I knew that I wasn't supposed to like him. Uh, what do you mean? Because spe- like, you were too punk rock? No, it's not because I was too punk rock. It's because I hung out with other people who did stand-up. And 
Dane Cook was never really well-liked in the world of comedy. He wasn't considered to be a good writer. Uh, my favorite comment about Dane Cook from another comedian came from Ron White, of course, the thinking man's blue-collar comic, <laughs> uh, who said, uh, quote, he does not make me laugh at all in any way, shape, or form, end quote. Um, you know, more recently, uh, I would say in like the mid-2000s, Dane Cook was accused of plagiarizing mm-hmm. other comics like uh, Joe Rogan, uh, Dimitri Martin, Jim Gaffigan, I believe, no. and most famously, uh, Louis C.K., well. <laughs> the latter of which addressed this directly in a season two episode of Louis, where Louis and Dane, playing themselves confronted each other on the issue and uh, and like found a way to reconcile with each other in this episode of television which i remember watching and uh, nadia this is when i lived out west and like everyone that i was spending time with at the time who was a comedian was talking about that episode and listeners if you haven't seen the series louis yet uh i feel like now is not a great time to start yeah (laughs) yeah no life is tricky Sometimes your best is someone else's worst. <laughs> so, um... That was surprisingly I, fitting. I have... I'm laughing because that was, like, surprisingly fitting. <laughs> I feel like I've been doing a pretty good job of finding you, ones that fit. You really have. <laughs> <laughs> but that one was, like, on point. <laughs> he is just a gold mine, And this is great because now I know what the show Twitter account is going to be doing for, like the two weeks we promote this episode. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, like, if you were to ask him what he appreciates most about his career, he would probably say, someone asked me today what I appreciate the most of my career, and I said without pause, I get another day to try another idea. So many exciting bridges to cross. I can't wait to show everyone what is next. So that probably means we have another special coming out. And maybe he wrote it himself. (laughs) Whoa. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're officially saying it. Harmful of Swallowed. Not bad. Yeah, not yeah. bad. Not, not good, but not, not, good. not bad. Not good, yeah. but not, not bad. No. I, I would say if you, if you can watch Dane Cook instead of listening to him, I would recommend that. But otherwise, 100%. yeah. yeah. So, but but yeah. I mean, Harmful yeah. of Swallowed as a concept, not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Nadia, what were the other, what, what other Dane Cook content did you watch? I watched his Comedy Central uh, Oh, the Comedy special. Central Presents. Yes. And then I also uh, listened to the B&E bit. I feel like his stories are more funny than the nonsense he put together for this. Mm. Uh, the B&E is where he wants to do a breaking and entering at someone's house, and he kicks down a door but doesn't steal anything. And he feels like that probably psychologically scarred the family that he did the B&E on. And I thought it was great. I thought it was very clever. But he didn't well, did you... He didn't include any stories in this until, except for the bonus track, but that's only available that's what on I was gonna Spotify. Ask. The bonus track? I listened to the bonus track on Spotify. Yeah. Yeah, I did too. But I'm saying like, not okay. everybody probably listened to the bonus oh, track. Okay. Unless you like paid the yeah. extra two bucks at Target or whatever. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, the, the bonus track is like seven minutes long, and he's telling a story about uh, his job working at a video rental store. 
uh, and oversleeping by like six hours as his, <laughs> on his first day as a manager. Yeah, that was a great bit. It's actually like really funny. Yeah. Um, and like the the black outline of Welcome to Kinkos is actually a really funny twist at the end too. Yeah. Which was yeah. way better than the actual black outline of the main special, which again had a homophobic slur in it. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. You know what? He says, I've always given my career everything I've got. During peak moments, I look to improve. Low moments, I look to inspire. I've, got, I've not taken it for granted or misplaced how fortunate I am to do what I love. Thanks for staying close and believing. I appreciate it. So he loves us too. He's just here for us. <laughs> I just want to point out that these tweets get no more than a thousand likes. And he has So he and I have that in common. Three point nine million followers. And only a thousand people like those tweets. Well, I think people are following him because they want him to do bits yeah. and like he's just posting like inspirational stuff. Yeah. Well they don't know that you, to work with great people you get great results. <laughs> um we did the, sorry, the one bit we didn't talk about that I wanted to talk about real quick was the the <laughs> Um, police killing. Oof. The, oh, like he, so. For everyone listening, so on the album, there's a, he relates a story they saw in the news about the police shooting a guy 15 times because he thought they thought he had a grenade in his hand, but he was actually eating a pear. And I'm just listening to this in 2018 and saying, "Holy shit! <laughs> like, how was this a stand-up bit ever? I know, but it's just wild how much has changed in terms of like." I think it's in terms of like thinking about saying yeah that. but I saw I think Dane Cook has changed because he tweeted on May 9th when fellow white people ask me what I think of the this is America video in hushed tones I say exactly could it be that Dane has gotten woke I think Dane got a little well, that's woke what, that's what happened to uh, Mark Hoppus we were talking about this earlier this week so um so yeah I mean we're all just so flexible uh, that's me that's me, that's me saying that. We're all just, like, flexible. <laughs> Our brain's really malleable. And over time, as we get older, it stops getting so malleable and synapses stop building and things. And he's an old fucking guy dating a very young girl. <laughs> I have to keep at that. But, like, to, to, to see that, like, Mark Hoppus and him, they're, they're getting woke from these little, like, youthful boys who didn't care about what they did and what that means i feel like they're doing a pretty good job and i want to give them props allies Hon honestly my admiration for dane is growing by the minute <laughs> well that's all nadia's that's all nadia is just yeah. her reading yes. this these insp inspirational yes. twitter tweets um i have some uh reviews if you guys want to hear them. yeah because you know what yeah. unfortunately common sense media didn't review this <gasps> what yeah what I'm sorry. Are you saying this this is going to be our first episode without a commonsensemedia.org uh, review? I guess they thought that we had enough common sense not to watch or, not watch or listen to this. I was going to say, every track has the explicit tag on Spotify. So I feel like maybe, yeah. maybe they're they just like, like eh, not going to try. <laughs> um, okay, so there's one particular review of this album on Amazon I would I would like to share with you. Normally I don't like sharing Amazon reviews cuz like they're not professional reviewers, they're users. Who cares what they think? Um, but 
Uh, I do like any review that compares uh, something, compares a performer to another performer and makes a terrible choice uh, in terms of what comparison to use. So, Michelle, we uh, just recorded an episode on Garden State, and I read a review uh, that ends with the sentence, Garden State is the best generational statement since Donnie Darko. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? I mean, that's definitely a bold sentence to end on. That's what it is. It's bold. (laughs) This one uh, opens with, uh, this is Amazon user Amin, A-M-I-N, quote, gave the album five stars, by the way. Quote, Dane's charisma is unmistakable. He is a new version of Chevy Chase. And the best of Chevy. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, that's so true, kind of. Yeah. Chevy, like, to some extent, I kind of get why he says that. No, I mean, even the irony is true. (laughs) But, but like, at the same time, like, Chevy, like, didn't do stand-up, I don't think. Um, No, he didn't. He just didn't. And he wasn't, yeah, and he wasn't, like, he wasn't, like, a big animated physical performer. He was a deadpan jack off and maybe it's just because he's tall <laughs> yeah sometimes i confuse tall people i'm short you're all up there i can't uh, tell you apart yeah i can only see your chins uh, uh the review continues the material has improved over the years he's a bit stuck in some responses from the audience but his acting style good looks and endearment to the audience are the quality of a star is born. Oh, okay, so that sentence structure my God. is a little wow. confusing. Um, a very entertaining hour and more of a brilliant comedian who will not be spoilt by the mess that others in his situation were. So again, I don't know. I think is he's talking about drugs and alcohol, right? Oh. I, I assume. Yeah, that, uh, I mean, that would make guess, sense to yeah. me. But. Because, like, that wasn't, that, there wasn't, like, a rash of that in 03, no. I don't think. But, but he was a comedian that, like, famously didn't touch the stuff. And, you know, there are plenty of other comedians who did. And, and okay, that makes sense. Uh, Dane has a strength and resolve that indicate he will be around for a long time. Uh, and then. Well, I mean, that's I demonstrated to... by his Twitter, so. It... <laughs> Yeah, and you know what? To all you haters out there, when you harbor animosity towards a stranger because you are unfulfilled in your current state of being, it's the equivalent of driving yourself to a prison and locking yourself up. So here is my question for you, which is going to segue into the next review. How far back does that Twitter go? Sometimes my penis plays hard to get. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) It has 15,000.9K tweets. (laughs) I mean... Because the reason I asked is because I, I think I know what you meant. You, you meant, you meant like 15.4 million tweets. You meant 15,000 times another thousand. No! 15.9K. That's not even that many tweets. Um, in 2012, he kind of had a meltdown. Uh... And on Twitter? This, uh, uh, no. Uh, in, in IRL. Life. IRL. Oh, fuck. Yes. Okay. And this came to a head with an impromptu set he did at the Laugh Factory. Mm, only bad things uh, happen the, there. 
only only bad things happen there. Um, so this was 2012. He showed up unannounced and did a rambling 45-minute set uh, that bumped other comics. Um, a lot of other comics were there. Um, uh, Allie Waller, who is a writer for Fallon, uh, said, uh, quote, on Twitter, quote, Dad, glad Dane Cook stopped by the improv tonight. Otherwise, I'd never hear the story about how he, quote, chainsaw fucked a disgusting whore's cunt, end quote. Oh, God. I'm sorry for using that language. Um, but imagine Dane Cook saying that for 45 minutes. Actually, you don't have to because the next review I have of the same set is by another comedian that was there named T.J. Miller who we now know is a piece of shit human being that got fired from Silicon Valley. Oh my God. He wrote, quote, fucking Dane Cook is eating shit at the Laugh Factory. The hubris of this man unfortunately led to his fall, but I'm afraid he is a damaged man, and well, that's about it. He is certainly not a comedian. I remember hearing about someone named Dane Cook in college on Napster. I heard, oh, my, oh my god. <laughs> I heard harmful if swallowed after college. Then there was a backlash. There always is. It's inevitable. But it grew. It was more than I could believe, and it was due in part to him. But I liked him. And then last night, he got on stage and was vicious, misogynistic, cruel, and arrogant. He got mad when people were texting. Dane Cook is on stage, he said. Have some fucking respect. Here's an idea, Dane. Certainly don't ask anyone to feel sorry for you. If you are the person you were on stage last night, then you are not a good person. And the way you talk about women is disgusting and pathetic, but really just hurtful. Thanks, TJ. (laughs) You need all the luck in the world to realize you need to go to therapy and figure out how not to be a hateful person. I agree. (laughs) Fuck that guy. But... Nadia, it sounds like he really climbed out of it. I mean, Maybe. how long ago was that? Six, uh, years. six years. Okay, 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 okay. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. You know, because when I see people that hang in clicks, I feel bare... Oh, wait, this is a bad one. Hold on. Okay, because you know what? <laughs> it's all happening right now. Or it was. Now it isn't. Oh, fuck. You missed it. I want to have a daughter na- and name her Crystal. Middle name Meth. <laughs> there's, there's Dane. <laughs> He's back. That was like, well, that was like the, twenty minutes apart. <laughs> that was the bit. Um, that was the bit he was accused of stealing from Louie, as he wanted to name his kid like just like a weird sound, like or something like that. And Louis C.K.'s bit was he wanted to name his kid, ladies and gentlemen, and they both turned out great. Yep. They both turned out great. Yeah, Louis C.K. tweeted, I just found an old dick pic that I forgot to send. Made me smile. Just kidding, it was Dane Cook. (laughs) (laughs) I I was about to say, I'm like, wait, when did Louis Louis tweet that? Because after a certain date, it was not okay for him to tweet that. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's okay to feel down sometimes. It's okay to let the BS overwhelm you so you can start to process it. It's okay to stop and start again. And it's okay to be scared. It's not okay to stop believing yourself. You can accomplish anything if you apply yourself and care for you. So is it, like, is it just him typing that, or is it on, like, a landscape photo? No, he's just... I can turn... I can put it on a landscape photo. He's just, like, typing it. Like, it's just his his Twitter feed. 
Like he just types yeah. that in to, he clicks new tweet, then he types all of that. <laughs> and then there it is. Honest. <laughs> Send tweet. <laughs> no landscape photos, no arty fonts, no. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, nothing. Just, just new tweet and typing. That's all. That's all Dane's got. That's all he's got. You all. That's all he's got. He's I got gems like "Don't be a wannabe, be a gonna be." Oh no, I mean, I mean, he's. Uh, he, that, that's all he needs. He doesn't. He doesn't need. He doesn't need the landscape photos. That's what I mean. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. you have to have hustle, heart, and humility if you want to be at the forefront of your destiny. You guys. Can can you can, can you cross stitch that onto a pillow for me or something? <laughs> I feel like that's where these belong. Absolutely, because at the end of the day, only one opinion matters when it comes to what makes you happy. So I will do that for you, <laughs> and I will send it to you. <laughs> uh, well, I I feel like we've learned a lot about each other. I I will say I went into this podcast thinking, Dane Cook kind of sucks and I hate him, and I have come out of this podcast thinking. It's weird that Dane Cook is dating a 19-year-old. And also he made some probably problematic jokes a long time ago. But he's not really so bad, so we should all we should all lay off him maybe. We should all maybe cut him some yeah. slack. Yeah. I agree. I I feel pretty good so, about all of this. Yeah. So there you have it folks. The two official endorsements <laughs> from Probably Should Know Better. She's the man and Dane Cook. Yeah, because the first step of being successful is to start thinking successfully. Oh, well, okay, that one's not very good. That's not impressive that he thought of that. Okay, hold on. Okay, we, we gotta find the perfect one to sign off on. Per- perfect one to close it out. Uh, oh God, this is too much pressure. Okay. <laughs> no pressure. When someone asks, what side of history do you want to be on, and you can't even figure out how to record episode as opposed to record series on your DVR. So, folks, that's probably sure. I try and live uh, my life like Harrison Ford during an interview. That one's better. Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> and Twitter. Uh, Michelle Johnson, thank you so much for doing this. Yeah. And is there, like, I, like is there any way you want people to find you? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm on Twitter. My, my Twitter handle is ICFASNTW. It's a very long story. Just type those letters in and you'll find me on Twitter. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you for the next episode. Bye.